These are the days Marching toward us With vengeance in their eyes These are the days Racing toward us With blood on their teeth and lips Hello everybody, my name is Danny Grant, coming to you from my newly air-conditioned studio in Austin, Texas, and I would like to personally thank all of those working in the fossil fuel industry who provide the energy necessary to make a brutally hot summer in Texas totally livable. Um, The heat index for today is 142 degrees. The actual high will only be 134 degrees, though, so not too bad today, but um, just kidding. Those are not actual numbers, but it feels like that. Um, Anyway, what I did yesterday is I hooked up a portable AC unit in my garage slash studio. Um, I've converted a one-car garage into my studio, and... um, there are no windows, so it was a bit of a, a bit of a project. It took me all day yesterday. Um, I'd cut a hole into the ceiling and uh, vent, uh, send the exhaust hose into the ceiling, into the uh, kind of empty attic space above the garage. Also, I had to have an electrician out to put a dedicated outlet in, um, meaning it will be on its own circuit. Um, so I don't burn the place down. Um, gosh, what else? Oh, I put panels in these. I got like foam, like styrofoam. They're like two inches thick, uh, a set of panels, uh, to put on the garage door to insulate, um, a little bit. Anyway, welcome back to the studio. This is the place where I interview and talk shop with other professional artists, and we get an inside glimpse into their daily lives as professional artists On this episode is artist Andrew Amaral. Andrew is a Florence Academy alumni. Um, He is an anatomy and ecrochet expert and a sublime draftsman and painter. I just love his work. Um, He's currently the founder and director of the Golden Gate Atelier in Oakland, California, and just a real straight-up genuine dude. Um, I really like talking to him and... I think you'll enjoy listening to him talk about his life as an artist. So here's my interview with Andrew Amaral. All right. On the phone with me today is artist Andrew Amaral from Oakland, California. Andrew, welcome to the studio. Thank you. Um, so you are, like I said, you are in Oakland and you have recently opened the Golden Gate Atelier. When did that, when did you start that school? Right now we're just finishing up our fifth year. Oh, great. Cool. Um, and so, yeah, I definitely want to talk to you about what went into that. So let's see. Well, I guess first, um, is that something that you had always wanted to do or just occurred to you at some point that was uh, an opportunity you would you'd like to oh, oh 
opening up a school was that? was definitely my last. <laughs> <laughs> okay, it was the last thing on my mind. I, you know, um, just finishing with Florence, and you know, living there for seven years, and yeah, and then and then finally, just I, I um, being done with living in Florence. I know that that sounds odd to a number of people that I share this with, you know, why, how could you ever want to yeah. leave Florence? But, you know, in the end, I, I knew I had to come back home sooner or later. And, well, what, uh, so yeah. Was it just wanting to come home or what was yeah, it? Was it, expensive it, it the, or? the best way I can describe it is I, I was done with Florence and I was done yeah. with being in a, in a, in that in a formal academic environment. You know, I was mm-hmm. done with school, you know, and uh, granted, um, my last three years of Florence, I was just simply teaching. Um, I wasn't a student. Right. But, um, with all that said, um, yeah, I was just kind of done. I wanted to get back home. I wanted to uh, to start my 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 life, you know. Mm-hmm. And and really, uh, the school kind of came out of really a necessity. So I started yeah. to uh, teach. Cool. For the San Francisco Academy of Art, and I was a teacher in their graduate program. Okay. And I, I'm I'm hyper familiar uh, with the formal art education that we receive here in the United States. You know, where you you take a class, right? And right. A- after 15 weeks, one day a week, you're supposed mm-hmm. to come out an expert. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that I mean that's the whole reason why I I made that trip across the Atlantic was I. Yeah, I, I really wanted to learn how to draw and paint. I, I wanted right. a, I wanted a trade. I wanted a, I wanted mm-hmm. to learn a craft. I, I wasn't interested in and in quote unquote being an artist, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I, no, and, that um, that makes total sense. Yeah. And so when I when I came out of there, and, I, and now I'm kind of playing the part, I guess. Oh, exactly. I I, yeah. I, I feel a, a lot of these. Don't don't get me wrong. I, I've received some amazing training. In, mm-hmm. in these art schools, and I always will be grateful for it, but I think oftentimes they're, they're selling students more a lifestyle, a lifestyle that's not yeah. sustainable. It's like after that four no, years you're done, uh, that lifestyle ends, you know? It's and, amazing to think that, like, yeah, you could go to a program like that and that <laughs> after four years you would have what it takes to, to make it. Uh, no right, way. Right, right. Well, I, you know, I, I tell my students that, you know, uh, what we're what we're learning is counterintuitive. I mean, it's like it's like trying to learn how to play the violin. You know, um, if you've never mm-hmm. seen it before, you wouldn't even know how to pick it up or hold the bow. You you have to be trained. You know, and yeah. that training it takes time, it's passion, it's repetition, and yeah. um, and it's and it, it also involves a lot of struggle. And right. um, um, and 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 as I as further along as I've gone in, in my training, I, I realize that struggle is a part of the process. So it's not something that I, I, I'm afraid of or that I, I avoid. I, I embrace it. It's, it's uh, mm-hmm. what I look, look for when I'm working. Well, and it's, it's, it tests you and you have to love it. I, I think that's the thing is that, absolutely. Um, absolutely. you know, when you go through all that, you, you really know if you love it enough or not. Yes. Yes, that's and, that's, def- and, that's definitely the passion. Yeah. Huh? yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's like working out too. You know, you, you got to be a little bit into pain if you're going to get that six pack. <laughs> you know, right? If, if you're going to get that six pack, if you're not a little bit into pain, if you're going to be always looking for something a little bit safe or convenient, um, holy moly, do something else. You know, right, right. Don't get me wrong though. I mean, I do this because I love it. I mean, it's. <laughs> 
but that is part of the process. It's it's something you you can't divorce from it. I, I, that's yeah, for opinion. sure. Yeah, no, I I agree. But no, I I so there I am teaching at the uh, graduate program, and and uh, I, I love I love the program. I mean I, I mean I love the faculty that I worked with. I the administration uh, uh, treated me well. I loved my mm-hmm. students. You know, they were just great. I felt for them because I feel like they were already in a difficult battle, you know, with such a yeah. limited amount of time to try to develop the competency that it takes someone mm-hmm. years to do, right? And they're yeah. trying to, I mean, I'd be lucky to have the same student for two semesters, and that's, that's unheard of. I mean, I, I'd have them for one semester, and I'm just – Man, they're just starting to learn something. Then, boom, they got to mm-hmm. go take something totally different. And yeah. uh, I, I just, I just feel for them. But um, with all that said, I, I did see growth. I did see changes in, in the students' work, and and uh, there were also some very talented students there. But I, I'm a process orientated guy. I, I feel like uh, I, I'm so pro- I, I'm so not into the product. I'm all about the right mm. way to work. <laughs> if you will. Yeah. That's, that's where yeah. I'm, that's why I feel the most free. Well, that's that's such a hard thing to get across to students too, because they want that immediate result. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And especially, the thing, especially in our culture, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is a tough sell to get somebody to accept that to just focus on the process and Absolutely. and tell them that the results will come, but not today. Right, <laughs> right. Uh, yeah, it's a hard sell, man. But, you know, I, I I figured if I'm if I've got a if I've got a and, and this sounds terrible, but if I have to dumb down what it is that I've yeah. been taught, why don't I just do it on my own? Yeah. You know? And I tell you, Danny, there's very few things I've realized when I've gotten older. This I'm an expert in nothing, and there's very few things I do well. I, I would just rather <laughs> I just want to focus yeah. on the things that I do well. I yeah. I draw <laughs> I draw pretty good. I paint pretty good, and I think I teach pretty well. I just want to yeah. focus on those things. So right. um, there it is. I thought, you know, uh, I love teaching. It's something that I've always enjoyed. I've had great teachers. I've, I've also had some bad ones. <laughs> Sometimes you learn yeah, a lot sure. more. You learn a lot more from the bad ones than you do from the good ones. You know. Right. There's a lot to be learned about how not to do things. Right. Mm-hmm. But um, I do love my students. We really make an effort to really invest in the process, and that's the whole reason, also, why all I want is an atelier. I, I'm not. I'm not the idea of an academy doesn't interest me. I want to keep yeah. the group small. I want to keep it intimate. I'm I'm building my peers, if you will. I'm I want to be involved in their process. Mm-hmm. You know, I have students now that have studied with me for four years and you know, I know how they work. So that when I when I make a comment on their work, I'm coming from that experience, that investment right. that I've had in what they do. And I know you experienced this at the Grand Central Academy, no? Yeah, for sure. And uh, it's something in Florence that um, it's a mentorship, if you will, you know, Mm -hmm. and uh, it's something that is, I'm not saying that it's lacking in art schools today in the established, but it's hard. It's, it's a different experience, you know? So, um, yeah, for sure. Well, and when you have a a situation where you have, um, what was the school in San Francisco? Art Institute? uh, No, it's the Academy of Art. University. Oh, Academy of Art. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I went. I actually got my undergrad there in in illustration. Oh, cool. Oh, great. Yeah. Great. great. Um, so know, that was my what, what a, that was my foundation, I guess. And and but yes. 
by the end of it, I I knew that I really loved the studio stuff and not not as much the illustration, and so right, right, right. Well, that's, I, I, that's ultimately what what took me to to New York. But. You and I have a similar background because I, I went to uh, my original art college was the California College of the Arts and Crafts in Oakland, San Francisco, and I illustration oh, cool. was my major. And nice. I, I have to say, I, that's where I learned how to draw. So I, I again, uh-huh. I don't want to, I don't want to poo-poo that training because that's well, all yeah, been that's, a part of what what made me who I am. You know. Yeah, definitely. And I, that's, and I had that's some great instructors. Went, you know. Yeah, for sure. Um, well, that's exactly the reason why at that time I didn't know about the, you know, any of the atelier thing going on, and that's why I chose the illustration department exactly. because. Um, you know, it's a scene uh, where I'm going to learn how to draw and paint. Right. Here's this is like yeah, yeah. this is yeah. the real deal here. This I want to learn how to draw and paint. I don't want to. Yes. Um, I don't. You know, I do the fine university even at a, even at a private art school. The the fine art departments um, did not attract me at that time. But well, let me let me. Here's another thing that I'm also grateful for that illustration background because it you know. Um, you know, after leaving uh, CCAC, um, I worked as an illustrator for a few years, and mm-hmm. it really taught me to appreciate a deadline. Mm. And that's something that oftentimes is forgotten in our world, in this kind of classical realist world. That oh, you, for sure. You know, where yeah. you could just work on a project till you're below the face. And I'm not saying that. Yeah. I, uh, by the way, I love that. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but I'm also grateful that I, I know how to work a project when I'm under the gun, you know? And well, that's, great, I mean, that's great practical. I have the training. Yeah. 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 Yeah, for sure. Um so how do you do you put yourself when you're making your work, do you use that? Do you sort of put yourself on a schedule or Well, I tell you, you know, honestly, right now everything has been about getting the school belly. That, yeah, that's sure. that's the thing about running the school and, and sometimes it's it's uh not realized enough. You're I'm not simply just a teacher. You know, right. I'm a business owner. I, I'm taking care of yep. insurance. I'm taking care of taxes. I'm paying yeah. models. I'm janitor. I'm uh, uh, administrator. <laughs> I'm follow me. I I I I'm, yeah. uh, have to take care of the city of Oakland. I have to have permits. I've got to. It's oh a, it's a it, it's a huge yeah. uh, learning curve. And and I'm not a details guy. You know. <laughs> I mean, I want to I want to be in my studio. Right. I want to be crunching yeah. numbers. But yep. it's uh, it's amazing what a learning curve it was. You know, it's funny. My, I have a really cool insurance guy. His name's Alex Shannon. One day we were just rapping, and he said, "I told him, I go, yeah, this is it's been a huge learning curve." He goes, "Get over it. Life is a learning curve." <laughs> and yeah. I, you know, I go, "Yeah, absolutely. I, it's just all part of the deal." And, yeah. Uh, um, I, I'm just grateful that, um, you know, I. I, I when I first came off that plane from Florence, I had nothing. I mean, I had five euros in my pocket. I, I literally thought, wow. I, I left. I left that school. I think in the best position that any student could ever hope to leave. I had a position, a studio, uh-huh. <laughs> um, yeah. models. I, I um, and then all of a sudden, I went from that to taking ten steps backwards. I remember walking off that plane, and it suddenly dawned on me: Oh my God. I got to yeah. get a studio, and I got to find a way to pay the rent on that studio. I need a job, Holy you know. Cow. And all these things that, you know, when you're in those schools, you you kind of forget about the practical, functional parts that we have to do. Oh, absolutely. And yeah. uh, it, it hit me in the head like a ton of bricks because I literally thought <laughs> that I'm going to come out of there just uh, 
blazing guns like uh, Joseph Wales, you know? And uh, Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that's the, the assumption everyone's under is that you kind of just go and you get really good and then things just fall into place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, and, maybe, and maybe for some. But um, yeah, and, sure. by, and by the way, when I say this, in no way am I am I uh, trying – I'm very grateful for what I have and what I've accomplished. And, and I'm grateful for those difficult moments because, oh, yeah, man, I, I, uh, I would never have known uh, what I'm made of or what I, what I could do without that. And so that's well, all, I, all part of it. Yeah, and that's so cool because I, I would imagine – you know, dealing with the city of Oakland, new permits, insurance, all this stuff must be a, a giant pain in the ass, but also must be, I would imagine, pretty satisfying in that you're learning a ton. I mean, you're running an atelier and, it, and it's kind of right up your alley. Yeah. But you're also, you know, like you mentioned, a business owner now. And so now you're getting all these just yeah. hardcore, yeah. straight up business skills. Amen. Uh, and, and you know, and, and yeah. to throw something at you too is that. So when I first started, and I'm first learning, and if I can use the metaphor of a life, you know, and the school's like a little baby that's just starting to take in the air and breathe, and you know, it's like a, I want to micromanage everything. I want to. Yo, yeah, you know, I'm, trying, I'm, try, I'm trying to make it all work on my own. It's funny that it's uh, up until now, in the past couple of years, where. I'm finally in a position. I, I realized this the uh, two summers ago. I don't want to run a school anymore, you know. Mm-hmm. So I hired an administrator. <laughs> you know, I can oh, I can okay, I can, cool. I can yeah. hire people nice. to do the things that I don't do well. In other words, I got better at delegating. And yeah. that was that was a huge um, uh, challenge for me to learn. Yeah. Because you know I'm just used to doing it all on my uh, okay I'll just get it done. Well, you know, when it's your when it's like your baby, I can imagine that's hard absolutely. to to let go of anything. Um, so let's let's start. Um, gosh, I like so many things are occurring to me as we're talking, but I want to get into like the real nuts and bolts of this. Sure. Um, all right, so you get off the plane, and it is the first thing you think like. Well, I can teach. That's one thing I can right away. I can make money. I can teach. So, right. is that was that your first move to go that, right to the Academy of Art? It's funny you say that because, okay, so um, exactly. I thought, well, you know, if I could just have a, a a gig where I teach a couple of classes, not even having yeah. any idea of what a teacher makes here, what is really right. needed, because I my only teaching experience, and I'm grateful for it, of course, at the time was at the Florence Academy, and that's a private mm-hmm. art school, right? And mm-hmm. all I have is an undergrad. I don't have a graduate degree. Oh, so, yeah. That, okay. So that, that's that one, another I'm, thing that's I wanted a, to ask another, about, yeah. That's another hurdle, right? So right. I remember, yeah. uh, So the first thing I did, I thank God that I had a, a wonderful friend and mentor, one of my teachers at, at CCAC, who's been a – man, this guy has been a huge uh, support for me, um, uh, Bruce Wolf, and a phenomenal artist and sculptor. Bruce and, Wolf. Uh, Bruce Wolf, uh, Wolf with an E, and okay. a great, great friend. I, I can't give this guy enough praises. I, I am a, uh, a true, he's a true friend. And, um, you know, right away, I, I, I came back home and I was working for him, uh, helping him with uh, getting his uh, sculptures going, his commissions done. 
Okay. And and but here is you know, imagine you're not to sound ungrateful, but you know you just spent all these years in Florence, kind of doing your own thing, yeah. and now yeah, you're sure. working for somebody else, kind of helping them do their thing, and you're like, I gotta paint, you know, and right. and it's like, and I'm not even painting, I'm sculpting, I'm pushing clay around, you know, yeah, <laughs> and, and there would be times when um, the we would be working in oil clay, and I couldn't even make a fist, you know, I, I'd wake up in the morning, my hands would be cramped up. Oh my gosh, because we're working on these large, large sculptures, but I'm I'm grateful for that opportunity he gave me. But I at some point yeah. I'm like, man, I gotta. So the the irony of it all is, I tell you, what saved me was creating a website. That oh. was my por- that was my portfolio. And okay. uh, as a matter of fact, uh, immediately as soon as I got this portfolio out, this website created, I started to hit up all these schools of looking for a job. Going yeah. in there very naive, right? Just thinking right. like, wow, hey, look, I've got the skill. Somebody will be interested. And, and lo and behold, I got a junior college that got a hold of me. And they they were ready to take me in. But as the moment they found out that I didn't have a master's degree, they said, oh, we, can't even, we can't even hire you. So then oh. lo, and behold, lo and behold, it wasn't until about six months later that my buddy Bruce says, you know, I know somebody at the Academy of Art that you should meet. Oh, nice. And that was the open door. And before I knew it, I'm meeting with all the heads of all the departments. And they're like, look, we, oh, we just want somebody with your kind of academic training. And I told yeah. them, I said, look, uh, tell me a graduate program where you learn a, not only a trade, but you're living in a foreign country. I and mean, hell, you learn, learn to speak another language. Oh, I know. <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, it's like, yeah, come on, you know. And, uh, yeah. I, and I've, I've uh, uh, invested uh, so much into that, that training. So. Uh, lo and behold, they, they ended up, uh, there I am teaching in their graduate program. And that's one thing I used to tell my, my grads, you know, and I do this in a loving way. It's like, don't forget you're being taught by a guy with an undergrad, you know. You, you, you have to get those skills going. That's yeah. what's going to sell your work, you know. Right. It's all about the skills. It's not about the paper. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So you go to the Academy of Art. Um so how long are you there before you – well, first of all, um, I've heard that the money there is not very good. So that <laughs> that might have been an issue. Um, but, uh, oh, man. I, 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 I have know, a friend I, who does that. Yeah. I don't want to. I don't want to poo-poo them, man. I mean, they. No, they, no, no, no. They, they did. They, you know. <laughs> granted, I, I am a little cog in a big machine, you know. <laughs> But they, like I said, the the faculty they tra- they treated me well. The administration tra- uh, treated me well. The students were great, and and um, you know you you don't go into any of those jobs making it thinking you're going to make it rich. And, no, and, no, and, of course. And, and the other thing is, uh, if, but if you do have a name, you know what what they what I've learned is the pay is very arbitrary, meaning that it just depends uh-huh. on how bad they want you. You know, uh-huh. that's that they'll they'll fly people over to teach for them. You know. Interesting. Um, so so, it, so it, there is a big uh, a big scale there for Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. I, I you know, again, I, I I had a good experience and the faculty there were cool and, and uh I, I you know, I, I'm grateful for my time there. But I, mm-hmm. I, I knew that it was something that was uh uh probably wouldn't last forever and I needed to kind of get into my thing. And yeah. uh, and I felt like uh it, it felt like I needed to serve the correct master, if you will. In other words, mm-hmm. I, I, again, I come back to this. I, I, I just had this incredible experience in Florence, this great training, and I, and I don't want to dumb yeah. it down. I, I don't want to 
I don't want to, if you, this is going to sound really dramatic, but I don't want to dishonor that training, you know? Yeah, sure. It, it, it means a lot to me. So I want to do it right, you know? Mm -hmm. And I thank God that I had that experience with teaching over there because I also, being a teacher over there, being one of the principal instructors, already had an idea of how the school works. So I had this foundation. So that the Florence Academy, they did, they did a lot for me, man. I, I, I have to be, I'm very grateful to them. You know, yeah, that's great. They, they did a lot for me. You know, uh, imagine this, they allow me to start a whole class out of scratch. I mean, the Ecrochet class, right. Where we build the, the anatomical figure in clay. Yeah. I've, I've never done that before. <laughs> and they allowed oh, me wow. cool. to just start that class. And um, so you got to learn as you as you taught the class. I always say I feel sorry for my first year, <laughs> first two three year students. They, they were very patient while I was trying to figure it out. But I've been teaching now going on. I'll be 15 years next year. And uh, oh wow, nice. you know I I think I got it dialed in pretty good at this point. You know at least enough to be able to share it. You know. Yeah. But uh, it, awesome. it, it like with anything, it, I I wanted to teach it. It scared the hell out of me when they offered it, but you, you don't turn down an opportunity like that. And that's what's going to uh, afford me to live there and study, if you will. Yeah, it's it's those things that you have to just say yes to. At, a, a man, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah, you know, you, one of the things, and I, I'm not saying that I'm I'm an expert at this, but you, you really, especially in the world that we live in, you you really don't want to get used to turning down too many opportunities, you know. Uh, mm -hmm. Before you know it, the doors stop opening. You know. Yeah, and and yeah, I mean, it sounds kind of hokey, but yeah, it's those things that you sort of are scared of that that you kind of have to run towards Absolutely. a little bit to no, to that, that's not, just that's push not yourself and yeah yeah yeah. Because yeah. you know the the painting that we do, I, I you know I, I cannot help but feel that I would like to believe that the art that I do. And I, I don't like to say art, but the process that I work in, the way that I work, is very much akin to the way I try to live my life, you know. And, uh, you know, it, it, that's that's what it is. You know, to paint the way that we paint requires an incredible amount of confidence and courage. I mean, we're not, don't get me wrong, we're not saving lives here. We've got we to gotta put it in perspective, right? <laughs> but at the right. same time, um, a painter cannot take their confidence for granted, you know. Mm -hmm. It's that confidence that allows us to... Get up, get up, and put that paint, that that paint mark on that canvas. And, and yeah, well, and up. yeah, absolutely. And I mean, what we do for a living is put something, put something down for you know for posterity, right? That everyone's going to look at, and so <laughs> it, you know, no matter what, however. Um, I don't know what the right word is, um, but you know, whatever you're painting, uh, you definitely you're definitely telling everyone something about yourself and the way that you put it down, or you're telling everyone about oh, oh, something yeah. about yourself. And uh, oh yeah, sometimes being yeah. a student in Florence was a bit of a nightmare because your work is right out there for everybody to see. Yeah, all your <laughs> problems and your art demons yeah. that you're dealing with, <laughs> it's just right there. And uh, at one level. There's a certain there's a certain grace with that kind of exposure, mm -hmm. and I, I, I'm uh, I'm I'm again grateful for that. I 
yeah, it's it, it is a little bit of like walking around with your pants down, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and in in that in that um, situation, it's kind of you know you're in a supportive atmosphere, but you're also in a place that's um, it's almost the opposite of that. You know, there's a little bit of uh, competition. Absolutely. There's competition. Yeah, you're looking around at people who you know not, you feel not, like not better not, than you. Or, not, yeah. not everybody's so friendly. You know, and it's it's the nature of the beast. Yeah, it can get tense for sure. You're you're all uh, you're all doing something that's uh, driven, passion driven, and and uh, <laughs> it's important to everybody. It's it's how we're tying in our value as not only as an artist that's but as, right. as a person yeah. as well. You know and well, um, yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. yeah, that just, um, well, the thought occurred to me, just occurred to me that I think we so much, I mean, me and, you know, my other artist friends, and it sounds like you're the same way, um, so much of just how we're feeling day to day is connected to the work that we're doing. Oh, yeah. Are we oh, yeah. are we satisfied? You know, did we have a good painting day? Are we did we get to paint today? Sometimes that just doesn't happen because of whatever. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. You know, and, and it's such a and then you get you know fifteen people in a room together that are the same way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and, uh, all that all that yeah. angst. Yeah, yeah. For yeah. Sure. <laughs> but you know, one one of the things that I've I've really tried to be aware of at my school, I, I'm not saying that I'm very psychological uh, and not at all, probably a lot less than I would ever care to admit, but I do believe that the director sets the tone of the school. And uh, it's something that I'm really trying to be very conscious of with my experience with Lawrence, not to say that uh, Daniel Graves did an amazing job and he's doing an amazing job and I I love the guy, but I'm just saying that for me and my school, I really want to, I come from a big family. I know how one person yeah. mess things up. I know how. I just want to be on top of that stuff. I want my students to feel safe, and and because uh, I know how difficult this process is without that distraction. And granted, there, mm-hmm. I think a little bit of competition is good. It it's what propels and compels people. Oh, absolutely, yeah. To do their better work, but I always tell my students, you know, don't care about what the person to your left and right are doing. You know, you mm-hmm. you come in like a horse with blinders on. You you compare yourselves to the old masters. Let that be your gauge, you know? Yeah, uh, and compare your... yourself to the day before. Yeah. Right, you right. know, sure. you, your own day before, Yeah, I think. I don't know. Right, right. Um, But, yeah, that, I mean, that's uh, obviously that's what you're there for, too, is, is you know, you're, you're chasing that. You're chasing that kind of, I don't know, ultimate skill level, I guess, when you're thinking about, you know, the old masters or. And you know, I, 19, I, I, for, for us, well, it was like 19th century, you know. Exactly, and you know, you walk into the Musée d'Orsay, the Louvre, or whatever, and you know, you've got a million reasons to break your brushes, you know. But that that that's that's not it, you know. I I I was inspired, you know. I I had art yeah. hit me like music, and I thought. Wow, a human being could do that. What a noble pursuit. What what a valuable thing to do, you know? Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, and and a privilege, a privilege to be able to pursue something like that. Uh I might not ever reach I'm I, I probably won't ever reach the 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 height that I would want, but uh man, the the journey would be just so wonderful, you know? 
Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The opportunity to do that. And it's not an opportunity that's always given. I think we, I think a lot of, especially, and I, I bet you connect with this, you know, we, we have to make that opportunity, man. You know, it's like, you can't, oh, yeah. wait for it to, you can't wait for it to be given to you, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, it's just like, um, you know, after I finished the Academy of Art, I was just kind of out in the world for a few years, you know, just sort of painting on my own, but just didn't know what to do with it. And I knew that I, I knew one thing was that I, I needed and I wanted to get better. And I knew that a, a university program wasn't going to do it. And so, you know, just started searching and trying to find what the thing was. And I decided, well, it's going to be, I need to find a mentor, somebody to study with. So I started looking for that. And then I came across Jacob Collins on the art renewal website and found out, Oh, this guy runs an atelier. And you know, it kind of went from there, but, but you know, like you were saying, it's, it's that um, you have to go get it. Like I couldn't just sign up for, no, for another uh, class or another, another, yeah. Yeah. Going to the graduate program and, you know, and, right. and, and come out of there a hundred thousand dollars in debt and still be kind well, of well. Yeah, that's the other thing. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. No, I, 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 and not to say that that Florence or or the school in New York is cheap either. You know, but it, it was interesting for me when I finally, you know, going through art school, I I was always chasing the guru. You know, that's what I called it. You know, you're looking for the next painter, looking for the next master that's going to move you along. Yeah. When I when I finally hit Florence, I knew I was at home. I I needed to be. I I'm not. I have friends that are self-taught. And they're amazing. Mm-hmm. I'm not. I don't have that personality. I I have to surrender to something. I I needed to be a monk, and and inside a church mm-hmm. that I can't escape from. You know, that I'm going to be yeah. forced to do this thing and be accountable. That's the key to right. be accountable, to make to be better, and. Um, right. I tell you, it was about four years later when it finally hit me, and it was a physical feeling because I never thought I'd ever reach this. I'm like, wow, I'm done with this formal training, you know? Yeah. I mean, I won't yeah. ever stop learning, but the learning that I'm going to do now is me alone in my studio, you know? Mm-hmm. Because I, I, I got exactly what I came here for. I, I developed a method that I can build on my own, and I learned a method that gives my work consistency the kind of consistency that I've been looking for. I always tell my students, I go, you know, I don't guarantee you're going to hit a home run all the time, but at least yeah. I can say that I can get you on first base, you know, mm-hmm. and the rest is up to you. And uh, yeah. that's, the, yeah. that's, that's all we could ever hope for. But I, yeah. at, my, at my old art school, I, I, I remember just feeling after my first year, um, thinking to myself, oh, my God, I don't think I'm going to learn this here, you know. It was, uh-huh. it was really – it was kind of shocking for me, but I, I'm already invested in this this program, that, if you will. When I my my first year, oh for sure, staff yeah. school. It's like I I, yeah. well, I might as well I might as well just finish off and get my degree, you know. Well, I that's the exact thing that I went through, and I remember thinking, having the having the thought I should leave, like I I need to just leave, but then, <laughs> and I think I got it from probably for my family a little bit too oh, saying know, really. well, S- well get thing. get you yeah. need to get your degree you know you're already halfway or three quarters of the way through yeah. this thing you need to you got to get your degree and yeah. and so i said oh you know okay i guess you're right um oh yeah oh yeah yeah same thing 
same thing. We that piece of paper, you know. And uh, yeah, I'm not saying that it's not necessarily the paper because that that has been valuable to me, but it's the experience that went into getting that paper. For example, I studied with this phenomenal anatomist at CCAC. His name is Vince Perez. He's retired, and it's because of that training that I was a that gave me the opportunity, if you will, to teach this Ecrochet class in Florence. I don't think I would have ever oh, wow. have been able to do that because the moment I came into Florence, they're like, "Oh, you're the anatomy guy," you know. And oh. and, and, and if you if you know an artillier, that's not always a compliment. <laughs> <laughs> right. And yeah. uh, um, but I re- I remember uh, um, when I uh, when they offered me that, I'm like, "Man, I'm going to take this. This is great." And yeah. uh, but you know, again, I, I think we get kind of. The product, we, I, I know I got wrapped up into the product, you know, the, the, the degree. And in the end, um, it's always just come down to the, the skill. You know, it's like galleries, you know, they're, they're a business, you know. They're, they're going to sell yeah. what they know is marketable and what can sell. Your degree is not going to have anything to do with that. At least oh, that's what sure. I found from my experience. Yeah. Um, all right. So I want to get back to... Starting the atelier. Sure. What was when you decided you're going to do this? Um, what's the first thing you did? What's 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 what is absolute step one when you say, okay, I need to just go do my own thing. Um, and it's going to have to be. Well, uh, building, building, and students. You know, yep. students bring in money, and you've got to have a a box for the students to work in. You know. Mm-hmm. And I, I would say that that, that stuff, um, thank God that my buddy, again, I come back to Bruce, he had this building when I came back from Florence that he didn't really know what he wanted to do with. Oh, and so wow. it, 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 it gave me an opportunity. And oh, everybody, man, that's awesome. Not everybody has this, no? It gave yeah. me an opportunity to kind of figure that, figure something out with it. And I I was teaching a, uh, an anatomy class. I, you know, I told I told my buddy Bruce, I go, hey, uh, look, I'm, I'm – coming back from Florence and maybe I could just uh, rent a, rent a studio in your building. Yeah, no problem. I go, Hey, maybe it might be okay with you if I can continue to teach this ecrochet class. Cause heck I've been doing it for seven years already. And I just yeah. like to keep going, you know, and he's yeah, no problem. Well, that's what I started the school on. When my, when my ecrochet students finally figured out, uh, finally figured out that uh, a school was what I was trying to create uh-huh. six of those students, Jump uh, five of those students jump right into that. Said, "Hey, look, we're, we'll be your students." Wow, that's how, that's how it started, you know. And from there, uh, it was all the other. Were they like, ready just, to jump in as as like full time students and, full-time, and go full time full time students? Wow, nice. And, and the whole trimester thing, you know, like uh, I don't know if the GCA does it before. Florence. We we went by trimesters, uh, eleven weeks uh-huh. to a trimester, three to a month. I mean, three to a, a school year. And mm-hmm. uh, and we're working uh, at my school. We do four days a week, uh, eight to ten hours a day. And, wow! Uh, and uh, nice. yeah, they they jump right in. And I tell you, I tell you, Danny, I'm so grateful for those. For the, imagine this: when I'm in Florence, I'm lecturing to about 65 students, right? Yeah. And not 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 to pat myself on the back, but when I'd end the lecture, there'd be a big old applause, right? Right, and then uh, when I would go and teach the sculpting part, I had about fifteen students in that sculpting part. Right, I had an assistant. Right, so I, I remember used to tell the students, "Hey, you know, I I would teach the same if it was 
one or a hundred of you, right? Danny, that yeah. was put to the test when I came home, right? Because <laughs> the very first Ecrochet class I taught, I only had two students. <laughs> and yeah. when I would give this lecture, remember, I, I'm used to ending in applause, right? When I get the lecture done, I'd look behind me, and the poor students would look like they're like deers caught in the headlight. Man, they're devastated. <laughs> but I tell you, I'm so grateful for those two students because they, yeah. their their money bought me all the easels for that studio. Their oh. money bought me the paint to paint the walls with. What I'm saying is that everything yeah. was, a, was a building. It, it was one step to finally have the school, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, it's like a painting, man. You know, it it, it takes time. Yeah. You know? It's not something yeah. that will happen tomorrow. It, it it really requires endurance and tenacity and diligence. Um, it requires vision. You know, it really does. I thank God that when I came back off, when I got off that plane, I was so full of vision it wasn't funny, you know? <laughs> <laughs> so where where are you at today? So you started with five, five or six? Right. So we have 13 full-timers. Oh, man, that's Fantastic. We have a we have a part time program now with six students. Wow! I teach, I teach in numerous uh, workshops. Uh, uh, well, I, I'm going to be teaching two this summer, and we're going to be starting a uh, a kids class uh, for oh, children cool. from 12 to 18. A workshop. Grant, now keep in mind, I have two yeah. instructors now. So it's myself, nice. and I have two other instructors. I got an administrator, so it's yeah. like the school is slowly. Evolving. And, wow. And, so, how and, much do, how much do all of you teach during the week? Okay. Now I'm I'm teaching two days a week. Cool. And then each one of my teachers teach one day, so they, the students always have a teacher in the studio. Nice. And then uh, I, the I would thing, imagine it started. You were teaching four days. Oh my God! Teach- I was teaching. Yeah, 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 yeah all the time. Yeah. And then, uh, and then, uh, of course, don't forget, I I also teach Ecrochet. I, I still do that. And that's about a six to eight eight month long class. And this year I kept the course a little bit smaller. I had eight students, but um, I've gone as long, as big as twelve. Wow! Um, and is that is the ecrochet rolled into the atelier, or is that? Well, what I I try to convince the atelier students when they're first coming in. You know, when a, when a student first comes in, they want to do everything. Yeah. And I and I tell them, listen, you're, you're going to get overwhelmed real quick. Why don't you hold off on the anatomy next year? You know. Uh huh. But right now, just focus on your studies and get your feet wet here in the atelier. And then I mm-hmm. give them a break. You know, I go, look, I'll, if you decide when you are ready to join, I'll give you half off, you know. So I give the atelier students half off. Oh, nice. and I open I open the rest of it to the public. So cool. the people that are in that class don't have usually don't have anything to do with the ateliers. But here's the cool thing. Um, from that atelier, I usually get every year one to two students into the full-time program. Nice. So it's just been a really the the crochet is a wonderful way for a potential atelier student to get acquainted with what it is uh-huh. that we do and get acquainted yeah. with me as a teacher because you know right. that's, uh, I, by the way I, in no way do I imply that I'm somehow the best art school or that um, I'm the answer to the classical realist world I would never ever say that um, I, I'm just simply an, a, an option of many that yeah. students can come to and. And maybe my my take on this might not be what attracts one student. It's, it's good to know there's others that are out there. Oh yeah. Um. So this this 
the students that are taking the Ecrochet class, what's what's their kind of background? Or I'm sure they're all, all different. All, but... all over. I, I've had people in the industry. I've had people that work for George Lucas, Pixar. I've got. Oh, okay. uh, I've had because cool. uh, you know Pixar that that stuff is here. Oh, by the way, I'm not yeah. trying to na- I'm not trying to name drop them. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, it, it one thing that's one thing. Uh, one thing anybody hates is a name dropper, you know. And uh, but what I'm just saying is, I've had people from the. But hell, I I had a one student who was uh, uh, who was uh, what do they call it? She was just finishing up medical school, and she just wanted this perspective, an artist's perspective with anatomy. Oh. And uh, she it was sad because when she left, I, I used to tell her, I go, by the way, if I ever say anything wrong or whatever, please correct. Uh, yeah. And she goes, oh, God, I would never do that. No, no, you have to correct me because I don't want to sound like a jerk, you know, yeah. uh, with the wrong information. But um, yeah. she ended up being called in to do residency in another state, and uh, it was just so sad to see her leave. But, you know, yeah. and then mostly painters and sculptors, it's just from all walks. There are, I've had beginner beginners in that class that have never even touched clay, you know, but uh, find the study fascinating or interesting enough, you know. Yeah, that's <sighs> – that's really cool. It seems like, I guess it's a great, um, it's a great area though, right? For for artists, there's just a lot going on, because it seems to me like Ecrochet, um, just you know, open to the general public could be. Well, the term okay. that comes to mind is a hard sell, but just because it's something that most people don't even know like happens or is like right. a thing that one would do, you know? Exactly. Well, that's part of it. Absolutely. Like, I don't know, but you might be, you might know Mason Sullivan. I do know him. Yeah. Well, Mason was my assistant in Florence. Oh, wow. Cool. And, uh, you know, Mason's gone on to do a really, uh, bang on job with teaching that, uh, ecroche for the GCA. For, for Mason, I made him uh, <laughs> every. I told him, you know, I got to a point where I'm like, I'm not going to sculpt this sculpture anymore, Mason. I go, you're going to do it. <laughs> he, <laughs> he sculpted four of those guys, man. Uh, he's awesome, and uh, uh, it's just so wonderful to yeah, see him see him uh, shoot off in his own direction. You know. Yeah, for sure. Oh, another thing that I think um, I wanted to talk to you about is your. The fact that you're doing humanities at your atelier, I, um, I just think it's so great. You know, we would have, and I'm sure this happens in Florence too, just conversations or, and and debates, uh, just sure. about different ideas. It, well, you know, I remember some of those. while we're painting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. I, yeah. I got in my soul. <laughs> <laughs> Philosophically. Um, by the way, that's, it was one of those talks where I met Will. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, this guy is amazing. I want to talk to this guy. You know, I just loved, uh, I love what he had to say. You know? Yeah. 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 Will and I um, had a couple of exchanges. Um, <laughs> always friendly, but yes, some yes. exchanges. Um <laughs> I got it. I got it. <laughs> um, so anyway, but I think yeah. that's awesome that you have uh, a department where you know where you're actually incorporating that into the training. I think it's well, that's, like that's my buddy Sean. That's my buddy Sean. You know, he's doing a cool. he's a he's a he's doing a great uh, great job doing that. Um, he's he's our resident historian, 
and a, and a, and a bang on painter, you know, and, uh, the whole point is that just, we, we have an art history that we show. It's mm-hmm. not a general art history. It's our, it's our heroes. It's the, the people that are part of what made up, what makes up our tradition. And, yeah. and that's what we're really, and plus we want to expose students to paint. Sean's got quite a, quite a library of art imagery and we want to expose students to painters that, you know, I, I never even would have heard of if I didn't make it to Europe, you know? Yeah. yeah um, sure. Like me, I, I'm enamored with the 19th century Italian acad- uh, pre-impressionists. Those, those mm-hmm. are my, those are my heroes, you know, Fabretto, Mancini, Morelli, um, yeah. uh, Giacomo Grosso, uh, Sartorio. These are guys that are love, but these students would never have heard of these guys. And each one of these mm-hmm. guys deserve their own show, you know? Right. Um, but, um, unless you're there, you don't see it. And, and, uh, so we want to expose these students to, hey, look, there's, there's a lot more that's been made out there than what you're seeing right now in the magazines or in that oh, gallery yeah, next for door. Sure. Yeah. And we want you to see this is what gets us going. And now you can see why when we're looking at art, we're not always so satisfied. <laughs> yeah. We, 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 we've been eating this chocolate <laughs> pudding living oh, in Europe gosh. all these years. We've been eating all this chocolate pudding. <laughs> and you're seeing all this great stuff, yeah. and then you you come back and it's like wow, people are telling you, hey, this is great. And you're like, oh, well, yeah, but it's not like you know that, you know. Yeah. And by the way, I'm not saying I'm creating those paintings. By the way, I mean I, it's what I aspire to do. So when I share that, I'm I'm sharing with you as a spectator, you know. Oh sure. This is yeah. this is what I love. I mean I, I love going into a museum and my heart stops. You know my. It's like getting kicked in the crotch, you know. You, your breath gets taken out away from you. You're like, oh my god! I always tell my students that if you lick the painting, you'll paint like them. <laughs> and then you and all of your students get kicked out of the museum. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you're from that school, you bunch of wackos. Keep an eye on these guys. <laughs> No, but that, that humanity is just great. I mean, you know, talk about ideas and, and uh, you know, the, because uh, a lot of these paintings in the past were telling a story, you know, and these mm-hmm. stories were, um, you know, from mythology. And, and but, but again, but dealing with very human um, problems that I think are very relatable yep. to yeah, what we deal sure. with today. And so it's just getting, getting not, not, you know, we're not trying to rehash the past, you know, but we are starting there, if that makes sense, starting from a tradition. But the mm-hmm. idea is not to just make 19th century paintings. The idea is that, and this, I'm not saying that I'm going to be the one to do this, but I'm hoping that to take this language that we've learned and now bring it into, and this sounds so lofty, right? You've probably heard every mm-hmm. art director, <laughs> every director in every school say this, but give it a modern concept. Well, yeah, and, you know, and, and, and make it part of today. But but there is yeah. something to be said about people that go to these schools. They're enamored by the old, right? We're enamored yeah. by antiquity, and that's what gets me going. I like things that are made by hand. I, I like things that are beautiful, you know, mm-hmm. um, Yeah, that are not mass produced. Um, right. I, 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 I'm attracted to that. So. You know, then then it, my paintings do look like an old old man did them. <laughs> you know? But um, I don't I don't I don't think your paintings do. I don't, I don't <laughs> <think you're> paintings. <laughs> but um, 
They don't have an old man feel to me. I guess I guess what I'm trying to say is that I went into these schools wanting to develop a more critical dialogue with nature. And it was a dialogue that I I I wasn't I was only touching on in the schools that I had back here. Mm-hmm. And in the end I found out that it's that, that conversation with nature, that is what I crave. It's ultimately it's connection. You know, that's what I'm looking for when I'm and I and I truly believe I, I want to create something that is really alive. And I really think that that is a very difficult thing to do. And I'm not saying I've quite done it yet, but that is my goal. And everything that I do, like the anatomy and all that stuff, all that is helping me to have a more critical interpretation, a more critical look, a more critical dialogue uh, with nature. That's it. Yeah, and I think think in the end that's that's really what drove us to go find – that kind of training because maybe we couldn't, I don't, there's no way I could have um, articulated it at the time. No, but, no, me neither. I didn't even know what I was You know, but I think that's the thing, yeah, we knew that we were looking for was that um, Yes. it's a way of just understanding. I think it kind of come down, comes down to you know, when you take the time and like you were saying, you kind of go and just be a monk and, um, you know, submit to uh, this training and this method and and you just kind of soak it in and it becomes a part of you and and you learn a, 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 an approach or right. I'm blanking on the word that I want right now. Um, a method. That was the thing that yeah. I was always looking for was I, I want a process. I want a method. And, you know, when you go to a, a university or a program like um, like I went through an illustration, you deal with so many different methods and so many different, different, different philosophies. Points of view. Yeah, yeah. Different yeah. points of view. And you can't – you might find – one person that you really connect with, but you don't get to spend enough time with them to, right. to ever even begin to approach um, that becoming something you really understand and something you can, can make your own. But You know, I, I look at it like you, you get caught up in learning tricks and effects. Yeah, right? yeah, and, definitely. And, 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 you know, imagine you're, you're, and I'm not saying this is bad, so you're a beginner, beginner, studying with a painter who's been painting for 50 years. Yeah, he's he's not going to be approaching you as a beginner. He's going right. to just show you what he does. So yep. he, he's going to give you his tricks, the things that he 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 or she does now. Where what I needed was a foundation. So yeah. in no way, the other thing I want to say is in no way do I feel that in this training is where we're supposed to end, because all it is is just the foundation. This is the beginning. Oh yeah. And, yeah, for and, sure. And and, and uh, I always tell my students, you know, when you're coming into the school, whether you're going to do something representation or not, what you're going to come out with is range. You're going to come out with a range that you didn't have before. Yep. yep. And you're going to have an idea, a pedagogy, uh, a system to build on. Again, mm-hmm. it, it has it has everything yet nothing to do with representation, you know, but it's definitely a systematic approach to breaking down a painting. And uh, um, unfortunately, this is just not taught in art schools or the emphasis is not placed is heavy on this anymore, you know? Yeah. Well, they just, the the structure of it is just not 
There's no exactly. way that you can do that in that structure. I, I, I like it what you just said that I do believe they're hamstringed by the structure. Yeah, I, there's just no way. Yeah. Um, and the sad thing is that the students don't know it. No, they don't. No. When they go in there, they have no idea what the structure should be or what they, you know, what they need, and so th- there's no, um, there's no push. And and then there's no reason for those schools to change anything because there's no push from the students to say, hey, this isn't what we need. This isn't what we're looking for because the students don't know what they need. Right, right. No, they, I, I, they're I, assuming I, that they're going to a school and and the school has it figured out. But when it comes to art, they just don't. Imagine in my in my grad program, I, I when I was teaching at the grad program, I – would get these, I, I kid you not, Danny, I get these beginner, beginners, brother. Yeah. And, and these poor, poor things, you know, they're, they're four years later, they're going to be a hundred thousand dollars in debt. Oh, and, and, uh, I, you know, and I, and I'm, and I, I, I mean, I felt anxious for them. I'm like, man, I got to give you everything and, and hope yeah. that, that you're yeah. going to be able to it, distill all this. That would take me, took me years to kind of figure out, I'm going to give it to you in 15 days, you know? It's, I mean, and, it's, all, it's yeah. heartbreaking. It's some of them, I'm, but again, you know, I, I just want you to know that I, I did see some that really improved and, and it was exciting, you know? Yeah. So on a flip side, I do believe there's so many ways to teach this thing. The only reason why I teach what I teach at that school is because it works. Okay. <laughs> yeah. but the, the moment I find something better, I'm going to teach that instead. Oh yeah, yeah. And, and well, it, and it, I think that yeah. Go ahead. And, and in the end, I was just going to say that, you know, it really just comes down to one of the things I love with what my old uh, director used to say: "Does only want to teach uncontested truths." You know, hey, look, you got a model room, you got a model in front of you, just draw it. You know, it doesn't yeah. get any, oh. it doesn't get any more better than that. Hey, it man. doesn't get any yeah. more any more. There's no more magic there. You just got to yeah. figure it out. And so there, yeah. there's that there, the process itself is is uh, will free you if that makes any sense. And then hopefully if the teacher's doing their job, like I used to tell my te- my students, I go, you know, it, it's not important for me to be a great teacher, right? If I if I'm a good teacher, that's that's enough. It's more important for you to be a great student because a great student will do great yeah. anywhere. I mean, think about it. Unless you're in yeah. our world, who the hell knows who Velasquez's teacher was? Who knows who, who knows who's Rembrandt teacher was? So yeah. what I'm just saying is that all I got to do is be a good teacher, but it's the student's responsibility to be the best student that they can be, you know? And they're yeah, be and that's, that's an interesting, I, I totally agree. Um, what would you say are like um, characteristics or things that uh, a student should like what makes a good student in oh, your great in your mind? question, man? Because um, <laughs> I have I have these conversations with my students all the time. And keep in mind that yeah. I'm dealing with adults, and and a good half of them are a lot older than me. And yeah. we all we all have to kind of be reminded on these certain qualities. And I tell them, I go, a good student internalizes, mm-hmm. right? You oh, know, that's a great point. When, yeah. When when things are starting to go bad. Or difficult. They're not, they're not. They're not externalizing. They're not going. Oh, the this is too yeah. loud. This is too high. This is wrong. Uh, it's the material. It's the pencil. Right. 
no, they're thinking, okay, now what can I do to make this better? Oh, maybe I need to look at this old master. Maybe I need to do more sketches. I need to, mm-hmm. man, I, I was trying to figure out the knee, right? So you know what I did? I drew the knee hundreds of times. I drew the yeah. etrache, uh, different views, oh, just to figure it out. Because, yeah. you know, there comes a point where you, you're going to be fed, you can only be fed so much. The rest is yep. what, you, what you put into it. I always yeah. tell the students, I go, you know, the eight or ten hours you spend here is just the minimum. What defines you as a student is what you do outside of the school, you know? Oh, yeah. And, and uh, man, yeah. I, I put an incredible amount of hours when I was there in Florence, and I'll tell you why I did that. And I know you connect with this, though. I just didn't want to suck. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, and I, I remember used to say to myself, and this sounds really pathetic when I say this, by the way. It, it's not the kind of person that I, I want to admit that I am. But I used to say, God, just don't, just don't make me the worst one in the model room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you, know, you know what I mean? And I hate to admit yeah. that, but I was like, God, okay, if I'm the second to the worst, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, and a lot of times in those, in those situations, the second to the worst is, is pretty darn good, you know? Yeah, it, exactly. But you know yeah. what I mean? It's like it was that driving to, to want to be yeah. better and, and to yeah. be critical of my work, too. You know, where I, I don't want to, you know, we, we live in a culture where people get caught up on good and bad. You know, oh, it's bad, yeah. it's good. No, uh, how about right and wrong, you know? Let's just start oh, yeah. from there because I can teach right and wrong. You know, I can teach this a right way to hold a tool. That's the wrong way to hold a tool. You yeah. Know? If we start getting into yeah. feelings of good and bad, well, then I, I can't teach you. I, I We can have talks. But, um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just yeah. practical oh. stuff, you know? Well, there's... there's um. There's a certain amount of objectivity, and maybe it's not totally possible, but, um, you know, the better students can look at their work with a certain amount of objectivity and and remove themselves, remove all their feelings from it, I think. It's hard. It's hard. Yeah, it's definitely hard. Um, You you know what I'm, I'm really happy about in Florence? I was a terrible student, you know? My first couple of years, I was a real bastard. You know, I fight with my <laughs> teachers all the time. And I, yeah. I'm grateful I, I went through that. Not that I put my teachers through that, because I was off. Yeah. But uh, I understand now when my students are being difficult, when they're, when they're I understand the, uh, if you will, the resistance, the sometimes uh-huh. the skepticism, if you will, that comes yeah. into this. And uh, when, when, we're, when, we're facing, when we're hitting our wall, you know, like I told the students, I go, you know, when you feel like you're spinning, that's not that's not about it being that's not a bad time. That means that you're about you're about ready to learn something, right? Yeah. Now you right. just gotta you gotta work through it, you know. Mm-hmm. And this is what you want, you know. Um. But yeah, I'm I, I'm a, I am grateful that I, I I did that because I can empathize now. I, and I and I've been paying back karma for a long time. <laughs> 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 it's like, oh God, when am I going to be done with this car? I'm sorry, I was so terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't I paid enough? Come on. Yeah, geez, you know, well, I, you know, a part of it comes down to you know when you go into this type of tradition. You know, you, we, we come in there with already an established way of looking at reality, and uh, somebody is coming. I think it's very psychological. I think somebody's coming in there now, and they're telling you, hey, look, you're, you're seeing that wrong. Your perception yeah. of reality is wrong. And that, that hits us to a core, you know. And uh, that could be difficult for some students, you know, as they're, they're learning to, to grasp the idea that um, they have to, 
their perception has to evolve. Yeah, and that that requires um, quite a bit of of objectivity too in um, looking yeah. at in looking at the world, right? Yeah. Where you have to just and you know that's such a huge part of 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 uh, a student's growth and, and learning the skill is is obviously um, seen and that that kind of objectivity when you're taking in just the the perceptual um, information, right? Yes. Well, you um, know, one of one of the things that I've I've done recently, and because if we don't take care of our bodies, you know, we we we'll be stuck in the studio all day. Yeah. standing or sitting or whatever and you know we want to be able to paint for a long time you know i want to be able to stand up in front of my easel so we we got to do mm-hmm. things that are physical and one of the things that i've done lately i've been doing this for the past four months now is i've had a physical trainer you know oh nice uh, and uh i tell you i tell you buddy it's been great because to go in there and just have somebody tell you what to do and yeah. I, told, I told the trainer, I, I, I just want to, I, my main thing is technique, you know. It sounds so funny because that's what I yeah. I, I, go, I, just, <laughs> I really want to do it right. Yeah. And, and, and to allow them to tell me the right way to do it. And then also, too, to, it allows me to not forget what it's like to be a student, you know. Yeah. And I think sometimes as teachers, especially been teaching for a while, and that's maybe all you've been doing for a little while. You kind of forget. Right. You forget this. You forget. Like you're like, why don't you see that? You know. Well, I know. I understand why. I, I get why it's difficult. I, I get it. Right. And it's that. I think what's needed is that compassion. You know. And I think if anything, and what I've yeah. always wanted to be, or what I want to be as a teacher, I, I'm not saying that I'm. Man, I'm trying. These are things that are goals that I aspire. You don't ever, you can't ever take this stuff for granted. It, it, it's diligence. You have to work on it all the time. And, yeah. uh, um, but it's compassion for my students, compassion in their process, because I, I can't think of a more sacred time as a teacher that I'm going to ever have with my students. And, and, and in, is, is in the time that they're trying, they're in that struggle, they're trying to figure it out and they need help, you know? Yeah. Well, and those are, you know, those are the best students are the ones that are, are struggling and just, you know, you can see them. They won't, they just won't let it go. And I, we can, I think that's something, it doesn't matter how long you've, you've taught is that, well, uh, maybe that's not true for everybody, but <laughs> I, I think that's something from, for me it yeah. is, it's something that I will always connect with just because I remember that struggle. Absolutely so much and, and so yeah and painting is struggle man you know i mean yeah. don't get me wrong there are moments i i am in bliss you know but then there are other moments when i'm like why why am i doing this you know yeah and uh, <laughs> um i just love that because you know what that means i'm alive you know and uh man i i can't I, I, some of these older students that i have i go god think about it what other thing have you done that challenges you like this does recently, yeah. you know? Yeah. And, and right. it's like, my God, you know, you, you're alive. You're, 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 um, you're coming in with a lot of vigor and, and passion and intensity. Oh, this yeah. is great. I mean, man, I, I, I just want to be in this world as long as I can be, you know, and do this thing. Well, and I guess that's, yeah. Um, I guess that's what makes it, 
what continues to make it no long no matter how long you do it so satisfying is because you have those days where it just you feel like you're terrible and right, right. there's no reason you should be doing this anymore. <laughs> right, right, right. It's like, what was I thinking? <laughs> what am I doing with my life? This is ridiculous. I have no business doing. Um, yeah, but then it's those days when you, you accomplish something and you're, you know, you feel good about it. And it, it is that, an addiction. I think it's yeah. like an addiction. It's like uh, yeah, it's, so. it's, a, it's a it's a gambler's You're mentality. Constantly chasing that. Yeah. I mean, the house is against us, and we only yeah. win and we only win enough to keep us going at it. You know. And, that's a great and, way and, to put it. Yeah, I, that's exactly I, I, what it is. I, I love it. I mean, it, I tell you, um, you know, the other day I was drawing from the model, right? Yeah. And uh, I, it's a beautiful model, and I, I told her, I said, you know. Being here and working from you makes this is the only thing that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> you know, outside the yeah. studio, it's crazy world to me, but here, this oh, makes sense. Yeah. You know, isn't it this amazing just be, to be able to? You know? Yeah, it's so great. Oh, man, that's great. Um, so, I hope I'm not uh, uh, babbling too much. No, man, this is like the exact kind of conversation I want this show to be about. Um, so no, it's, it's great. Um, I actually want to talk to you a little bit more about, uh, the working out. Um, just because day to day, like I'm really interested in other artists day to day, just, you know, what is your basic day look like? And, um, for me, working out, it's just been a struggle. Like, I'll get into a routine right. um, for, you know, maybe a couple of months. And right. and then for whatever reason, it will fall out of it. Um, sure. It usually revolves around, you know, going and visiting my family in Dallas and just eating a ton of food. And <laughs> then, like, <laughs> and then it's just so hard to get back in. Right. Um and I um, I teach at a school where the founder, my boss, is 84 years old. And um, he, the one thing he constantly says to me is, look, you got to find uh, a, a sport, something that you love, because his mind is sharp as a tack, but yeah. he's yeah. 84, his body's failing. I mean, yeah. And not just because he's 84, he's got, no, no, I got it. Uh, I got it. COPD, yeah. he's got all kinds of things, right? Yeah. And so he constantly says that to me. And, um, and I, I agree. I just, it's just something that I struggle with. So, um, I don't know me, what my question you, you is. Know, you know, me, me too, brother. <laughs> you know, this is going to sound, um, uh, now after this conversation, after this pod, people listen to this podcast, they're going to go, wow, there's a common thread with Andy over here. You know, um, I, I needed to, I know I needed to work out. And if I yeah. depend up, if I do it just myself, I'm going to be terrible. I'm going to be real half, uh, with it. Yeah. Right? Right. So um, I got a trainer, you know, and I have three days a week and it's expensive, but um, yeah. they, they hold me accountable. I'm there in the morning, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, and I work right. out an hour and a half to two hours a day. Uh, and and I, I know I could do more, but, but what I was doing before was nothing. So for me, I, I remember telling <laughs> right. a trainer, I'm at a point right now where anything is good for me. 
But yeah. I'm also, what's really wonderful, there's a number of things that I think is really wonderful. I got a great trainer. Her name is Lucy. She's amazing. But one of the things that's really great about this trainer is that it made me, made me realize how stupid I used to work out when I was a kid. Hmm. You know, it's just amazing uh, when you have somebody that knows what they're doing, yeah. uh, what you can achieve with doing half a third of what you did before. It's just incredible. Right. Yeah. And, and, and then the other thing is, um, I told Lucy when I went in there, look, I just want to be able to stand up when I'm 90 years old. It's heaven, you know, God, uh, heaven willing, if I live that long. I yeah. want to be able to stand up from a crouched position. I want to be able to, to be erect, you know what I mean, to stand tall, you know what I mean, to uh, yeah, get up no from the kidding. ground. These little things that you we can't take for granted as we get older, mm-hmm. and um, especially our bodies, we we got to keep them. And I'm, I'm starting to understand this, and I thank God that I've uh, been working with her now for four months, and I, I, I feel a lot better than I did before, you know. Yeah, and another awesome. thing, this is going to sound funny, another thing that I'm doing too is, and uh, I've only done this a couple of times now that I've been with this trainer, then, hey, you should go get a massage, you know? Oh, oh my yeah. God, those are the most amazing thing I've never, <laughs> I, I'm a 47-year-old man, and I have uh, have not ever indulged like that, and I'm thinking <laughs> to myself, my God, uh, of all the damn money that I've wasted as a kid, I could have just put it in <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, might be healthier for it, you know. Um, well, anyway, I, you know, I think yeah. taking care of yourself is a really because you know, in the end, we want to we want to live a little while to be able to make our work right. But the idea is oh, that we're. Sure. I'm hoping that I'm going to be better when I'm 90. I'm going to paint the best painting I ever made when I'm 60. I'm going to paint even one better than that when I'm 80. You know. Yeah. And yeah. I hope that I I'm I live that long to do that. So. So uh, um, on that same topic one other thing that i've done a little bit but it's the same kind of thing with the working out i just i struggle with consistency is meditating do you do you have a a, do you meditate have you ever meditated is it anything you're interested in oh for sure Uh, i i tell you what though um you're hitting on something that i need to do more because you know i I, uh you know again with the school and Mm -hmm. handling every all the individual students needs and you know, I need to be better at at doing that because let, let me put it to you this way, and I know you know this: an incredible amount of focus is demanded from us yeah. to create the kind of paintings that we make. One yeah. time, uh, one of my art students at at San Francisco Academy of Art, his pop is a surgeon. He said his pop learned two things in medical school that's helped him all his life. And I'm all shit. What was that? He goes, well, number one, <laughs> being able to stand for long periods of time. Yeah. Okay. Okay. And then the next <laughs> one was being able to focus on something for long periods of time. I said, my God, that's exactly what we were trained at the atelier. You have to, yeah. you know, we, we have to, you know, when I, my life is distracted, when I, and life is messy, by the way, I, I, you know, I'm not saying anything new to anybody. Life can be very messy. And, and, uh, you know, when you're, when you're at one of these schools in the Florence Academy and GCA and you surrender yourself over like a monk, you know, you, you live in kind of a in, a in a world that's not necessarily real, you know? Mm-hmm. You, you have this luxury of just thinking about this one thing. And then when right. you come back home, you step off to start your life, and life gets really messy, you know? Yeah. And, uh, and there's so many things that want to pull us away from doing the thing that we love the most. And sometimes you have to, I know for myself, I have to fight for it, man, you know? Fight to, yeah. to do it. And, and then to have the peace 
that goes into being able to sit there or stand there in front of the model and uh, create the kind of work that I want to do. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's so crucial for focus, I think. Um, do you find, and I think we would both, obviously, we would both agree that teaching is an incredibly rewarding experience Absolutely. and and, Absolutely. and all of that. Um, but man, I find that, you know, when you give, and maybe, you know, I'm definitely an introvert also, so and this might be part of it, but, yeah. but I, I, I find that, you know, when you spend all of that time and energy uh, thinking about and, and, um, talking with students about their work, it's just, it can be absolutely draining. And yeah. I think a practice like, like meditation and, and, and exercising absolutely. or working out can really kind of, um, absolutely. We have to have something to break the monotony, you know? Yeah. And, and it brings you back and it can be that thing that brings you yeah. back, brings that focus back in, into your own self, your own absolutely. head, your own, uh, kind of thing because man, it can it can truly be exhausting to you spend all of your mental um, energy on on other people's oh, stuff. And, and, and you know, <laughs> I, I, brother, I've seen your still lives; they're beautiful, right? And oh, that thanks. takes that takes a quiet mind to do that, you know. Yeah. In in, in the kind of work that we do, it takes a quiet mind. You, you can't be bouncing off the walls, you know. Yeah, yeah. There are probably moments yeah. I feel like I am, but I'm just saying is. You know, I, I I draw or I, I, I'm addicted to this connection with nature because it's in that where I'm most free. It's in that that mm -hmm. I forget myself. You know, I lose myself, you know. Right. And yeah. uh, um, I love that when all of a sudden everything around me just disappears and all there is is just me, that paper and the model. It, I love oh, it. Oh, man. Yeah, it's you – know? yeah, it's, it's, it's really beautiful. Um it's a true privilege, though. You know, I really believe I feel very privileged to have that opportunity to do that. You know, it just doesn't make sense. It's not practical. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. I'm, not sa I'm not saving lives. You know, I, I'm, but I get to do this beautiful thing. You know, I, I just it blows my mind. It doesn't make any sense. Yeah, it's kind of wild, huh? I yeah, I remember being in. You know, studying illustration at this school and being in, you know, having those studio classes where it was just a model and you're just you're sitting on one of those really uncomfortable horse oh, oh, yeah. things. Oh, yeah. And, <laughs> um, but just, I, yeah, I just remember thinking, like, just how great that was. And just the fact that that can be a thing, like, is it's pretty incredible. Yes. Yes. But that's a way you could you could actually uh kind of live your life that way is is exactly. fantastic. Um well Andrew it's it's been such a fun conversation. Is there hey, anything Dan, uh Danny, that you, you want to say? Uh, no, you know I, I um thank you very much for giving me this opportunity to talk, you know, and uh and I, I appreciate all your wonderful questions. It's nice to meet you. Oh, it's nice to meet you. Yeah, it's fun to uh it's that's like so cool about this podcast is that I get to talk to people like you and uh <laughs> and uh where do you live where do you live you're you're out of Texas is that it yeah yeah I'm in oh, Austin yeah. Texas. Hey, if I if I were in Texas now we got to get a beer or something 
Oh, totally. Well, look, I'm gonna be. I'm actually. I'm gonna be in your neck of the woods in July. So let's, oh, man. let's you do it out come there. And, come and visit me. That'd be great. Awesome. Uh, first rounds on me. <laughs> okay. Fantastic. <laughs> oh man. Uh, well, it's been a ton of fun. Thanks, Andrew. Great. Hey, thank you so much. Cool. Yeah, man. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Okay, thanks again to Andrew Amaral for being a great guest on the show. Go look at his work at amaralart.com, and if you or someone you know is looking for a great place to study in the Bay Area, give Andrew a shout. Okay, Douglas Flint's Controlling Color Workshop here in Austin, Texas is only a week away it starts Thursday, July 7th, and goes through Sunday the 10th. Um, only a couple of spots open. We have uh, a really good group ready to go. So if you want to get in on that, act fast. Go to douglasflintworkshop.blogspot.com. You can register there, and Doug has written a great description of what you can expect in the workshop um, on that page. Also, go to scottwaddellworkshop.blogspot.com and sign up for Scott's Portrait Painting Workshop, which will be here in Austin in September. Um, that will fill up, so don't wait too long to save your spot in that workshop. It's always great. Um, Scott has a ton of energy and is a generous teacher and, of course, a brilliant painter. Um, so don't miss that. And... That's all I have today. The AC is pumping in the studio, so I'm going to go paint now in luxurious comfort. Um, thanks, everybody. Please leave comments on my website or in iTunes. Um, it's really fun if I can interact directly with you about the show. Or um, You can also email me, danny at dannygrantfineart.com. Or send me a Facebook message, whatever uh, you want to do. And give the show super high ratings on iTunes, okay? Thanks, everybody. Bye. Let the countdown begin. Four, three, two, one. Yeah, the whole world is gonna shake with the
say 